one dream, one wish, one peace of mind. A podcast hosted by Nico White about One Piece by Cheerio O on Paper House Network. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't necessarily have a title for this podcast yet. I don't have a title. However, this podcast will be about one of the greatest anime to ever touch the pages of manga. The one, the only, Ichirio Oda's One Piece series. Now, I got into One Piece only a couple years ago. I started um, watching and reading One Piece probably in 2017. And when I started, they were at, shit, they had passed most of where we are right now. And when I started it, I didn't know what to expect because One Piece was one of those animes that I always heard of, right? And I heard it was bigger than Dragon Ball Z. And coming from the United States, I could not believe that shit. There was something about Dragon Ball Z, if you were from where I'm from, where it was like, it was almost like being in the hood and you chose a side early. Whatever the anime was that got you in the anime, that was the king of anime to you. So for me, coming up in the United States, my first anime was Dragon Ball Z. And then after that, Yu Yu Hakusho. So because Dragon Ball Z was the first one, the introduction, that's the one that I rolled with. I ignored One Piece for that reason. I was like, nah, fuck that. It, there's no way it could be better than Dragon Ball Z. And then I started watching. Here's how I got into One Piece. There's these things online called AMVs, right? And I guess that's what they used to do before they had reaction videos and all that kind of stuff. Where they would take the um, they would take the show and they would lay it out and they would play tracks over it. So there's a character in One Piece named Ace. I had never heard of him. I didn't know his position in the story. But for some reason, Ace's death, AMV, was in my related videos on YouTube. So I was watching Dragon Ball Z abridged. I seen this related video of Porcus Ace killed AMV. I put it in, and I'm a grown man. I watched that shit. And not knowing the character, not knowing Luffy, not knowing Whitebeard, not knowing any of that, I almost started crying. And I was like, I got to watch this series. And that's what got me into One Piece. After watching the series, <clears throat> I decided, why not have a podcast about it? I don't know too many um, podcasts with black people talking shit about One Piece. So here we are. I think I'm going to call this One Piece of My Mind with Nico White. I think I'm going to call it One Piece of My Mind. So welcome to episode one of One Piece of My Mind with Nico White. Now, currently the story, and this is a spoiler alert for anybody who's not currently caught up with the manga. Currently the story is in Wano, right? Before I get to that though, there's a lot that we need to cover because I'm new in joining this community. So first, I'm gonna start with my favorite characters and then we are gonna go from there. So. My favorite character in all of One Piece has to be Monkey D. Garp. And I know that might be divisive for some people because for some reason Garp is a controversial topic because there's some people that think Garp is a bad person for what happened with Ace. Now, Garp is the grandfather of the main character, Monkey D. Luffy, right? And Garp is a Marine. Luffy's a, if you've listened to this, you know it's about pirates. Luffy's a pirate, Garp is a Marine. And Marines are actively against pirates. 
Garp is such a famous Marine that his one pirate rival happened to be the king of the pirates, Gold Roger. And Gold Roger is who Luffy wants to emulate. I always thought that Garp was an amazing character for multiple reasons. Number one, Garp seems to be a lot grayer than people give him credit for. Because that's the one thing about One Piece that Oda does really well. It's not a black and white series. What you think is good isn't always good. And what you think is evil isn't always pure evil. It's a lot more complicated than that. So Garp took in a grandchild, an adopted grandchild, and Porcus D.A.'s, right? He took Ace in. After taking Ace in, Garp was given his own grandchild from his son to raise. Now, Garp is a Marine. And because of Garp's position in the Marines, he can't really take time to raise children. So he had to do the next best thing. So he left Ace and Luffy with people that he trusted to take care of him. He left Ace with mountain bandits. Now, you might say to yourself, why would a Marine leave somebody's child with mountain bandits. The reason Garp had to do that is because Garp is a Marine. Ace is the son of the former pirate king, Gold D. Roger. Now, if you're listening to this and Garp is one of those characters that you just simply do not like, I get that. But you have to understand what other choice did he have? Garp is a high-ranking Marine. There's no way, there's no fucking way that he can just take in a child and raise him. You're not considering the fact that, hey, Garp's famous. He's beaten many pirates. If they knew he had a family, they might want to get back to him. If they knew that he was raising a kid that's off in some island, they might go attack that kid. And if Ace is in trouble and Garp can't get to them, that would be a direct, that would be a direct affront to the friendship that he had with Gold Roger. So for those reasons, it made sense to me that Garp left Ace with the mountain bandits then garp's own paternal grandchild is born monkey d luffy and monkey d luffy's dad as you know is the revolutionary dragon the most wanted criminal in one piece of story now again garp is a marine so he can't take up raising luffy full time so he takes luffy over to windmill village leaves luffy in windmill there's an incident a pirate shanks Comes in, saves Luffy. That inspired Luffy. That gave Luffy the... Luffy always wanted to be a pirate, but that, Shanks saving him, gave him the drive to actually go and become this great pirate. And from then on, King of the Pirates is all Luffy muttered about. After that incident, Garp, who wanted his grandchildren, his adopted grandchild Ace and his paternal grandchild Luffy, he wanted them to be Marines. And that's a very similar trait in a lot of just regular grandparents in general hey i was in the i was in the army i was in the force and they would like to see their children their grandchildren be on the force luffy was always against it having known that garp took luffy saying that he was too inspired by shanks and the red-haired pirates and he took them and he left them with the mountain bandits and then you get the three brothers ace luffy Sabo. Now, if you listen to this and you don't know who Ace Luffy and Sabo are, then I feel like I should explain it to you, but there's a part of me that does it because I feel like you wouldn't listen unless you knew. But Ace, Luffy, and Sabo. The main character, Luffy, Ace being his adoptive brother, Sabo being Ace's and Luffy's adoptive brother. Now, this is where it gets a little convoluted. So, Luffy goes to live with the Mountain Bandits. Upon introduction, 
to what's about to be his new adopted brother, Ace, they hated each other. On their first meeting, Ace spat in Luffy's face. On their first meeting, right? Time goes on. They, they all, the three of them all become really close. And in their closeness, they exchange cups of sake and they become brothers, right? Not, not by blood, but they all become brothers. A pact that Luffy, Ace, and Sabo take very seriously. Sabo happened to be a royal, okay? He wasn't really like Ace and Luffy. And again, this is the brilliance of Ichiro Oda. Sabo was a royal from a royal family hanging out with two basically homeless mountain kids, right? Even though they lived the mountain bandits, they were always off on their own doing their own thing. Sabo was royalty. However, he hated being royalty. He hated being nobility so much that he ejected himself from it because Sabo couldn't understand how the nobility who lived in the um who lived in that country how they could be so cruel and so blinded to the plight of other people there's a spot called great terminal it happens to be this giant junkyard over in the east blue because that's how the world is split up in one piece you got the four blues north blue south blue east blue west blue the grand line and all that right they're in the east blue sabo's nobility and he can see the people in the great terminal and he magnetizes himself with those people. He understands that they're a lot deeper than people seem to think in the nobility. Nobility thinks the poor people are trash. Sabo could never deal with that. So he left. Then his parents found out where he was going. And this is where everything started to get a little bit convoluted even more. Because after they found out what Sabo was doing, they threatened to like destroy the Great Terminal. Then Sabo finds out that they're going to destroy the Great Terminal no matter what. So he distances himself from Luffy and Ace, which one of their first biggest character development points, seeing Sabo go through what Sabo was going through. Sabo goes to leave on his pirate journey and is killed, quote-unquote, by a celestial dragon. And now we get back to Garp. Garp, in all of this, will come back during his breaks, visit Windmill Village and check up on Luffy and Ace. Their brotherhood was getting stronger. They were getting stronger. Both of them wanted to still become pirates. And even though Garp disagrees, because this is a lot of shit that Garp gets, people say, oh, Garp isn't shit because he let Ace die. Not only did Garp not let Ace die, I think Garp did everything he could have to stop that situation from happening. So, here's my defense for Monkey D. Garp. To anybody that thinks that Garp is crazy for what happened to Ace, Garp really had nothing to do with that. Ace got caught up because he wouldn't listen. Ace is one of those characters where you have to understand his whole thing is that he wanted to be wanted. That's Ace's whole thing. Ace got caught up with the Whitebeard Pirates. When I say caught up, I just mean he joined. He joined the Whitebeard Pirates. Whitebeard took Ace in as his son. Ace hated his father, Gold Roger. He hated him. Whitebeard took him in, called him his son. That's something that Ace appreciated. So when Blackbeard killed the second commander of the Whitebeard Pirates, which is basically a slap in the face of Whitebeard, Ace took that personally. Because one thing about Ace is that you're not going to disrespect the people that he loves 
much less somebody who he considers a father figure. So Ace goes out on his own to find Blackbeard, and what happens? He loses. When Ace loses, he goes to Impel Down. And this is something that people don't bring up. Garp went to Impel Down to talk to Ace. And we don't get to see that conversation. Now, this part of the podcast is completely headcanon on my part. I think there's a reason that we didn't see the rest of that conversation. I think there's a reason why Oda stopped it after Ace said Whitebeard is his only father to Garp. And what I think happened, again, this is just my own headcanon, what I like to believe. I think that Garp offered to break Ace out when they went to Impel Down. And I know a lot of y'all probably think that that's crazy. Why would Garp ever do that? Well, it just doesn't seem correct to me, knowing Ace, knowing Garp, knowing that Garp, even though he didn't want his grandchildren to become pirates, he also seemed very proud whenever they would achieve something. And I think anybody who watches One Piece is listening to this understands that Garp is powerful enough to have gone and completely just stopped Ace and Luffy from becoming pirates in the first place, if he really wanted to. If he really wanted to beat that dream out of them, he could have. But he never did. And here's something else of why I wonder about um, what happened in Impel Down when Ace and Garp had their talk. Because the one thing that really threw me off is that when Ace died, there wasn't, there wasn't anything particularly said specifically to Luffy for him to relate to Garp. When Ace died at Marineford, he told Luffy to relay certain messages to everybody. He told Luffy, hey, when you see Dadan, say hello for me. Tell the rest of the, um, tell everybody that I said, thank them all for loving me. He didn't have a particular message to leave Garp. And the reason that that struck me as something shocking is because Ace is a lot of things, but Ace isn't ungrateful. Port gets the ace is not ungrateful. He's never been. So I just find it strange that Oda would have Garp go to Impel Down, speak to Ace, and then cut away from that conversation. I think there's a lot more to be discussed with that. Now, again, back to my head, Karen, here's what I think happened. I think Ace, when Garp came to Impel Down to see him, I think Ace had to tell Garp to stay out of it the same way that he told Luffy to stay out of it. And here's why I say that. Garp doesn't seem, didn't seem, still doesn't seem like he wants to see anything bad happen to his grandkids. In fact, it's the exact opposite. Seems like he gets very protective over his grandkids to the point that in Marineford, when Luffy was getting banged up really bad, Sengoku basically had to tell this nigga, like, hey, uh, relax. Remember your position. And that's something else, too. That remember your position line. A lot of people think that's about the job, but it might be deeper than that. We still don't know who Luffy's mother is, and they might have her held hostage from fucking where, and they might be keeping Garp under wraps like that. But, 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 I'm sorry, I gotta stick to the point. <sighs> this is the first episode, y'all. So we're gonna work out all the kinks. Back to this headcanon for Garp. 
I think they spoke. And I think when they spoke, I think Garp offered to free Ace because, again, Garp took an ace as his grandson and he never called ace. He never referred to ace as anything less. Garp sees ace as family. And I think ace told Garp that he didn't want his help and not in the way that some of you might be thinking. Y'all might be thinking if you know the series, you know, these characters, you may be thinking to yourself, oh, wait, if he told Garp to stay out of it, it's because he wanted the white beard pirates to handle it. No, 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 no. The one thing you need to understand about people like Ace, about people like Luffy, is that they understand the emotions of others. They understand the emotions of others a lot more than we think that they do. We just found out recently in um, One Piece that Luffy is very receptive to picking up on people's intentions. That'll play a role in a second. Garp goes to speak to Ace. Garp's only cared about one thing Ace's whole life, and that's being a Marine. That's being a Marine. And even though Ace never called Garp granddad, it seemed to me, especially in watching the flashbacks, and then the anime does a great job, but they seemed like they had a close enough relationship. And it seemed like Ace had a lot of love for Garp, and the same seemed true the other way around. So I can see Garp offering to free Ace, and I can see Ace saying no. Not because he doesn't want to be free, but because he doesn't want to see his grandfather go against the one thing that he stood for. Because y'all got to understand that in One Piece, dreams matter more than anything. Luffy even says that a man isn't dead when he, like, to kill a person is to let them off too easy. The reason Luffy doesn't kill people is so he can crush their dreams. He thinks that's the worst thing ever. And I'm willing to bet that Ace thought that exact same thing. So, again, when you think about it under that context and you think about the fact that Garp went to Impel Down and nobody even fucking knew he was going to Impel Down. So Goku's like, what the fuck is he doing? Garp goes to Impel Down. Garp sits with Ace. And y'all don't think. There's an explicit reason we didn't get to finish that conversation. Dog, I'm telling you, I think Garp offered to break Ace out. And because Ace understands what being a Marine means to his grandfather, Ace told him, no, don't get yourself involved. Because for Ace, who probably most, much like Luffy, he understands if Garp saved him the position that would put Garp in. And it's already been stated by characters such as Shanks. The one thing that people like Ace, who's a lot like his father, Roger, even though he doesn't want to be, they don't want to leave their people in messed up positions. They'd rather take it on themselves. In Roger's case, Roger was very powerful. So if you said something that was against his crew, they could put them in danger. He wouldn't run, not because he was too crazy to run or because he just loved battle, but because the people that he needed to protect were behind him. And if he left and he ran, it would leave them open to be attacked or they'll all be attacked together. So instead, he'd rather stand and fight and let everybody else get away. This seems very similar to that, in my own personal opinion. Again, could I be wrong? Of course I could be wrong. But damn it, this is a podcast and I'm just defending my favorite character because people give a they give Garp a lot of shit for Marine Ford and I don't understand it because in Marine Fort, I watch I watch that part of One Piece over and over again because it's so massively done. The amount of character building that they did there is great. And again, 
when it came to Garp, Ace was on the platform already. Sengoku had already said everything Sengoku said. When Garp went back up to that platform and restrained himself, if you read it, when you watch, when you read it in the um, manga, when you watch it in the anime, Garp seemed to be holding himself back. And there's a line that he said to Sengoku. And I want to I want to say this in the um in the manga too, but it's definitely in the anime. So if it's anime only, I could be reading too much into it. And I admit that. But he says to Sengoku, who's like, Sengoku, who's the fleet admiral, tells Garp, if you do anything up here, I'm not gonna have any mercy. Meaning if Garp tries to step in, Sengoku's gonna do whatever it is Sengoku does. And I don't think Sengoku can beat Garp. So I don't know what he was going to do. Again, I, I'm telling you, there's something, there's something else there with Garp and his quote-unquote position. I think the Celestials have somebody Garp loves hostage, like his wife or Luffy's mother. But again, story for another time. Garp says to Sengoku, if I was going to do something, I would have already done it. So again, that takes me back to Impel Down. Garp went there, in my opinion. I might find out that I'm wrong. I think Garp went there to save Ace. I think Garp went there to save Ace. I think it was the first time that Ace saw how much um, love his grandfather had for him because it makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me that Garp would be that fucking emotional and that, like, all of the body language of, me holding myself, of him holding himself back, holding himself back. You know what I mean? He's like that dude that goes to work. But he's tired of his boss, and he's been saying all day, these motherfuckers got one thing to say to me before I blow this whole shit up. That's the energy that Garp had the whole time. Here's another knock people give Garp. How he handled Luffy in Marine 4, or his lack of action in Marine 4. And then to all of you Garp haters, y'all gonna shut the fuck up for the simple fact that what else could he have done? Keeping in mind, let's say... Let's say that Ace made Garp promise not to do anything that would damage his position. Because that's the type of thing that Ace would say, too. Don't do something that would make you sacrifice your thing for me. Because, again, Ace and Luffy are very receptive to the dreams and the feelings of others. And they both love Garp. They both love Garp, obviously. Right? When Garp sits down at the scaffold and he says to Ace, I have no sympathy for criminals but for family i do and garp breaks down crying the look on ace's face i don't know why dog and i don't know why i interpreted it like this and it we might find out that i'm completely wrong and i'm open for that what i found to be crazy was that ace looked at garp not in the like oh man like you know, it's crazy to hear him say that, but like he was seeing how much Garp was holding back. And I think Sengoku was seeing it too. So I don't know, y'all. I don't think Garp was as um complicit with Ace's execution as some of you might think. And I don't think he was hands off as some of you might think. A lot of people give Garp shit for punching Marco out of the sky when Marco went to save Ace. Here's what you know from the One Piece Data books. You know that Garp has immense observation hockey. Yeah, you know what? I won't even say immense. I take that back. You know Garp has armament and observation hockey. Now, let's look at it. If Garp has observation hockey 
and armament hockey. You don't need to really, you know, hypothesize about its potency. You could just look at who he's trained. Now, let's look at Kobe, for example. Let's take somebody like Kobe. Let's take Kobe. Kobe's observation hockey after the time skip is insane. It's fucking insane. So if he could do that with Kobe, who you have to remember, Kobe is not a prodigy. Kobe is the exact opposite. Kobe is a work in progress at all times. So if Garp could take somebody like that who didn't have a lot of training and fighting growing up like Luffy did and make him and Helmeppo as good as they both are in observation hockey, would it be too much of a shock for you to assume that when Marco was heading to the scaffold and you see Sengoku getting ready to act first, wouldn't it then make sense knowing what we know now, considering Garp's eyes were closed and he might have been concentrating on the whole situation, trying to use something like a future sight? And if, I mean, and if Luffy can do it, Garp most likely probably can too. So if Garp's eyes are closed... And he's assessing the situation and Marco's running towards the scaffold and Sengoku's about to act. Maybe Garp jumped in because he saw that Sengoku was going not to hit Marco. Sengoku would have killed him, man. That's the part that you motherfuckers are forgetting. Sengoku was about destruction and making sure nobody got the ace. Sengoku is not merciful. All right. Sengoku, we like Sengoku, but he's as ruthless as Blackbeard. And in that war, he was extra ruthless. If Marco would have got up there, Sengoku, for no question, would have killed him. And then Garp would have had to watch Ace, who's already been through a lot, who's already watching his brother go through whatever the fuck he's going through. Garp decided, I think, to punch Marco to save his fucking life. And you know what gives me um, even more confidence in what I'm saying is just how everything played out after that. Everybody that was on the Marine side went apeshit once Garp moved. That's how I figured out that Garp is as powerful as I thought he was. Everybody on the Marines went batshit crazy. And all Garp did was leave the scaffold. Right? But notice the vocabulary that happened from all the other surrounding characters. Aces commentary that says old man gg or whatever the fuck he said in the um anime right so that mean to believe that's him going didn't i tell you to stay out of this gg you have whitebeard who also has all three forms of hockey just go god now, if you know anything about the story, spoiler alerts, if you don't, then um, just skip this whole episode and come back in episode two after I got the kinks and everything worked out. But you go and you realize Whitebeard and Garp have a past, right? Because Whitebeard was a member of the Rock Pirates who Garp was very in, involved with um, ending the Rock's Pirates. So it means he knows Garp a little bit and he also has observation hockey. Who's to say he might have also seen that Sengoku was going to hurt Marco really fucking bad. Because after Garp knocked Marco out of the way, what did he do next? He sat down. He took himself out of it again. Now, I know y'all might be saying, oh, you giving Garp a lot of credit. Yeah, I am. 
and I'm and I could be a hundred percent wrong. For some reason, I don't feel like it. Because you got to remember those old grandfather characters in the anime, especially of the protagonists. They usually have moments like this for a reason. But anyway, anyway, <clears throat> let me stay focused. So now Marco gets knocked down. Garp sits on the um in the admiral's um chairs, and he effectively takes himself out of everything again. Blah 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 blah. Izuma makes the bridge. Luffy's on his way to Ace. Again, people get mad at Garp because Garp broke through the bridge that Luffy was um, running up on. Again, here's the thing. Knowing what we now know, if you're up to date with the manga, knowing what we now know, you know that Garp isn't much a fan of the Celestial Dragons. You also know that Garp turned down the position of admiral many times because similar to luffy i think garp just wants to be a marine he wants to be and when i say a marine i mean this he wants to be a marine but he prefers freedom over everything but he's a good guy it's almost like being a good cop in today's society you know what i'm saying where it's like oh i love my job and i'm proud of my job but garp's justice i think is true justice I think we're going to find out soon. That that's what Garp's whole thing is. True justice. He understands that two things could be true at the same time. He understands duality. That's why he never had anything against Luffy after Luffy actually became a pirate. Because he understands that not all pirates are what we stereotype them to be. And understand, we only see pirates in a positive light because the straw hat pirates are positive. Because for all intents and purposes, every other pirate crew is kind of shitty, including the red-haired pirates. But that's neither here nor there. So when we get back to Garp in the moment when Luffy's running up the fucking scaffold to save Ace, and you people get mad that Garp jumped in, what was he supposed to do? Because again, think about it. Garp understands a lot more than we understood about this whole scenario and about where he fits in the scenario. So put yourself there. You're Monkey D. Garp. Your grandson, now, now mind you, you're going into this with my headcanon. Both of your grandchildren are present. The two things you care the most about. The most about. In fact, Luffy's there to save his brother, but he wouldn't even have that brother if Garp didn't put the two of them into contact with each other, which is something that I think Ace also fully understands, which is again why I'm telling y'all there's more to that impel down conversation. Anyhow, Garp jumps in. Do any of you think that that was a serious fight? Fuck no, you don't. Garp would have killed Luffy if he meant that. And what's something that we just learned through Yamato? Luffy can read what? Intentions. Luffy can read intentions. So if we know that Luffy can read intention and we know that Luffy's always had the ability to read intention and tell when people mean him fucking harm. Then that would stand to reason that when he was facing Garp at the scaffolding, he understood that he wasn't in any danger. Not only did he understand that, 
I think Garp knew it. I think Ace knew it. And I think Sengoku figured that out. So why the fan base has this huge problem with how Garp acted in Marineford, I'll never understand. I'll never understand. Do you honestly think that Luffy thought that he was in danger when Garp was on the scaffolding? Look at Luffy's vocab. Matter of fact, I'm going to go pull this shit up. I'm going to pull it up. Hold on. And I know you might be saying, well, why don't you already have it pulled up? Because, nigga, it's episode one. <laughs> uh, I'm going to come up with segments and a whole bunch of cool shit. But Garp versus Luffy. So when you look at it and you see Luffy said, Grandpa, move out of my way. What's Garp's reply? I can't. Because I'm a vice admiral of the Navy. Now, a lot of people saw that as Garp choosing his job over his grandchildren. I think y'all are underestimating the bond that Garp has with his grandchildren. And I think you're underestimating his grandchildren's ability to understand him as a person. I think they understand Garp wholeheartedly. And I think Garp understands them wholeheartedly. There's a reason why he'll jump in and tell people like Sengoku, you don't have to worry about Luffy bragging about killing fucking Moria or whoever else because my grandson isn't like that. Garp understands the morality that Luffy has and the type of man that Luffy is because Luffy is most like Garp. All of these theories that are out there talking about how Luffy's like Roger. No, Luffy's not fucking like Roger. They're similar, yes. They have similar goals, yes. But Luffy is damn near a carbon copy of his grandfather. What are y'all talking about? They say that Roger, Shanks said, Roger doesn't, never knew when to cry or go through emotions. Luffy doesn't have that problem. Luffy cried a lot. Okay, Luffy lost a lot and Luffy understood very complicated people, most like his grandfather. So, again, if you take Garp's response to Luffy, where he says, I can't. I'm a vice admiral of the Navy. I've been fighting pirates since long before you were born. You're not my grandson here. You are the pirate monkey D. Luffy. Okay, now a lot of people saw that and really saw that as Garp choosing the job over the family. Instead, what I think you should have saw it is. As a grandfather telling his grandson, this is the life that you chose, motherfucker, and you knew you would have to face me. You knew you would have to face me. So steal your emotions, steal S-T-E-E-L, steal your emotions, harden yourself. Because this is the type of shit that you're going to have to do. Or Ace will die. And I think Luffy understood perfectly what his grandfather was saying on some, I'm not fucking fighting you here. But here, I'm not granddad. I can't afford to be granddad and you can't afford to be granddad. And understand what Luffy said. Knowing that Ace's life was on the line. Knowing that he had left Amazon Lily. He had been through all the hell he went through and impelled down. How many times his life force had to be fucking split in half by Ivankov's um, technique. He knew all of what he had been through to save Ace. Then he gets to the scaffold. Sees his grandfather standing in front of the scaffold. This is how much Luffy cares about Garp. 
for a split second, he says, I can't do it. I can't knock you out. If it means killing you, you, if that were anybody else that stood on that scaffold and said, you had to kill me, Luffy would have tried his best to kill them. There would have been no hesitation. There wouldn't have been a second fucking thought. Luffy would have tried. And he doesn't even kill him. Luffy would have tried to kill that person to the best of his ability. But his grandfather, who again, Luffy has nothing but the most love for. He'll tell you in a heartbeat that he doesn't have any family outside of his grandfather. He probably only sees Garp, Ace, Sabo, Dadan, and the Mountain Bandits as his real family. And then you add in people like Makino and the uh, mayor. Those are the people that he considers his family. He stood in front of his grandfather. And after all he went through to save Ace, he told his grandfather that I'm not hitting you. And it was in that moment that I realized what was actually happening, what we were actually seeing. What we were actually seeing is Garp telling Luffy, this is the only way. Sometimes in life, you got to do shit that you don't want to do, i.e. fighting me to save what's important to you. And I think it was in that moment that Luffy understood because that's when he went gear second. And I'm taking and I'm taking this and I'm taking this shit as far as I can take it. Luffy understands people's intentions and he knows when he's in danger and when he's not. And I don't know if this matters to anybody else but me. Luffy's eyes were closed when he went to hit Garp. You notice that, right? Luffy's eyes were dead closed when he hit Garp. Because he couldn't bring himself to do it. We see what's happening in Garp's head. Garp was never, never trying to hurt Luffy. Never. He needed Luffy to hit him because he had, he just told Luffy, I'm a vice admiral of the Navy. I.e., Luffy, I have to be here. And if you don't hit me, not only will you not save Ace, but I'll still have to fucking be here and assist in this. It's literally Garp going, Luffy, help me. That's how I saw that fucking moment. And that's how I think you should see it too. And moving forward, the one character that I need to come either to Wano or to the New World to have a talk with Luffy is Monkey D. Garp. For a couple of reasons. Number one, I think there was more there to that conversation with Garp and Ace. I think there was a lot more there that we didn't see. I think Ace made Garp promise not to do anything that would get his position, you know, axed. Because without his position, Garp can't really help anybody. And his grandkids know what being a Marine means to him. Why would they ever actively let Garp jeopardize that? And that's the part that none of the fan base seems to be understanding. Ace, Luffy, and Garp are family. Okay? Family. He didn't let Ace die. Y'all gotta stop peddling that shit. Garp did as much work as possible within his position power and everything else to save ace and here's the rub he saved ace garp luffy and the white beard pirates saved ace ace was gone ace was gone then 
when it all went down and I, I kind of killed Ace, what happened? Garp was ready to throw it all away. Because for all intents and purposes, Garp had the intention of murdering Sakazuki. Sengoku had to stop him. Now, this is the Sengoku that said he wouldn't show any mercy. And the most he could do was hold Garp down. So, for me, Monkey D. Garp is my favorite character in One Piece because of how deep his character's backstory is of everybody he's connected to being the son being the i'm sorry excuse me being the father of the um most most infamous criminal in the world monkey d dragon being the grandfather to the protagonist monkey d luffy and his connection to everything he's directly connected to the pirate king goldie roger and he took go took in goldie roger's son to you guys to say online or I'm I'm on the forums. I'm a whole nerd. I'm on things like the Naruto forum and whatnot. To the people that say, oh, Ace probably hates Garp. False. Nothing could be more false. Garp gave Ace everything he learned how to love. Garp gave Ace the only thing that he ever had that was an actual family. And I'm talking about before Whitebeard and the Whitebeard Pirates came along. Why would he ever hate Garp? Garp came to Impel Down to see Ace. Ace asked Garp, basically, does my life matter? Garp gave him the words of, you just keep living and you'll find out. I think you all should reconsider your negative position on Monkey D. Garp. Now, here's how I see Garp coming back into the story. I see one of two things happening. I see Garp either living to see Luffy become the Pirate King or and you know after everything else happens and the world government goes down I see Garp being like the commander in chief of the righteous navy after all said and done or I see Garp training Luffy one more time and then dying to save his grandson I don't know how that's gonna go I don't know if it's gonna be Garp going to fight Blackbeard. I don't know if it's going to be Garp going to Wano, but Luffy needs more training. And the best trainer for Luffy is Garp. And I know how everybody feels about Rayleigh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. The best trainer for Luffy is Garp. And you want to know why it's Garp? Garp is the one who trained Luffy to start with. Gum, gum, pistol, and all that. Yeah, he would train with his granddad. Luffy and Garp are damn near the same. They're damn near the same. We don't know how Garp fights, but damn it, it's very, very similar to Luffy. And I think of all the people that can actually understand how to train Luffy, I think it's Garp. Look at what Garp did with two nobodies. Kobe and Helmeppo have no talent, dog. And look at what Garp did with them. Rayleigh only got as far as he got in two years with Luffy, who's a prodigy. I think if you take somebody like Garp, I don't think it takes two years. I think Garp actually knows how to teach Luffy. And I think Luffy will actually listen to Garp. So here's one piece of my mind. I think Garp is going to re-enter the story. 
And I think he and Luffy are going to have a moment similar to Iroh and Zoro. But I think the roles are going to be a little bit reversed. Because I think, like most people think, I think that most people think Garp is under the impression that Luffy is going to be upset with him. And I think what he's going to find out if he gets to see Luffy again is that not only did Luffy not see him as a, um, you know, as somebody who assisted in Ace's execution, I think Luffy perfectly understands that his grandfather had nothing to do with that shit. And I think he understands what their moment on the scaffold actually was. And I think when they meet each other, Garp is going to be expecting to get a treatment that he got when he saw Dadan. And I think Luffy's going to surprise him completely and understand everything that actually happened. And then I think we'll, uh, we'll get to see what happened with Ace and Garp in Impel Down. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to episode one of One Piece of My Mind. My name is Nico White. I'm a comedian, okay? I'm a comedian and I am an anime fan. This podcast will be dedicated to the one anime that I'm watching right now, and that's One Piece. So I just wanted to introduce you to my favorite character, introduce you to myself. I have an album out right now. It's called Marcellus. It's M-A-R-S-C-E-L-L-U-S. It's available on iTunes and anywhere else the albums can be found. If you would like to check that out, check it out. If times are hard and you need to save your money, please just find me on Instagram at NicoWhite93. That's at N-E-K-O-W-H-I-T-E-9-3 on Instagram. Reach out through there or find me on my website, NicoWhite.com. That's www.nekowhite.com. Go to contact. Let me know. Let me know. And I'll send you the album myself completely free. No questions asked. Every single track. All right? This is for y'all to have some fun during these weirdo-ass times. If any of you all listen to this, I hope to... um. I hope to hear from you. I hope to hear um, who some of your favorite characters are in One Piece. I hope to hear what you th- what's what, what's your opinion on Garp, yo? What's your opinion on Garp before you heard this? And now, have I made you see anything a little different? Have I made you maybe reconsider what the relationships might be there? Because I think there's a reason that Garp's not dead already. I think there's a reason that Garp's kind of walking with this not fear, but like with this regret of what happened and because Luffy is look at who Luffy's going against he's going against two former members of the Rocks Pirates you think Garp is just gonna let them kill his grandson again nah dog I don't think so y'all gotta remember fam Garp is retired he don't really have to do shit outside of what he wants to do I'm not saying he's showing up in Wano I'm just saying I'd like if he showed up in Wano. But here's something else. Blackbeard might be targeting Luffy again. Or he might be targeting something else. You remember when he saw, um, when last time we saw Blackbeard, he was like, why let the Navy have it? Whatever this is. Every vice admiral, I think, has their own base somewhere. We've never seen Garps. And Garp knows a lot. Garp's connected to a lot. I'm willing to bet that Garp knows his secret history. I'm willing to bet Garp is into all of that shit. So if that's the case, 
Who's to say the Blackbeard, whatever it is Blackbeard's searching for, who's to say that won't make him cross paths directly with somebody like a Monkey D. Garp? And who's to say the Garp doesn't want a little revenge for what happened with Ace? Who's to say? Who's to say? I could see it happening like that. I could see Blackbeard taking out Garp, and it wouldn't be in a... And and I don't think it would be in the way some of y'all are thinking, like, oh, he has a girl, girl powers, he'll just take out Garp on his own. No, no, fuck that. I actually think that if he fought Garp, it'll take the whole crew and some underhanded shit, and I think Blackbeard would never start to resemble the actual Blackbeard with the, like, peg leg or actual pirate, because I think Garp is taking something. If he fights Garp, I think Garp's taking something. An arm or leg, Blackbeard's losing something. So it could be that. He killed Luffy's grandfather, and now Luffy wants him doubly dead. Or... Or, and what I would like more, I'd like Garp to show up somewhere and I'd like for Garp to train Luffy or show him what he needs to know next or whatever. And then after that, the one thing or the one, and I think it'd be a great moment for Luffy. Like if they, sh- if Garp shows up to Wano and Luffy's um losing, which I, cause I, I don't see how they can win. I'm sorry. Big mom is, unless big mom and Kaido go at each other i don't see how this alliance can win they're too they're too not powerful okay they're kids in comparison to kaido and big mom it's a fucking slaughter so somebody else has to come in if garp is the person that comes in i can see it going similar to marine for it where yo we got to retreat now we need to retreat but it's not going to be like, oh, Shank showing up to stop. I don't think the people that are showing up this time are ready to stop anything. I think when they show up this time, it's going to be for blood. And I think Garp's going to be one of the people to show up. Or if Garp sneaks away from the Navy in general to go check up on Luffy. I can see Garp jumping in, stepping in between Big Mom and Kaido before they can make their moves on Luffy. And I can see him sending Luffy away and giving him something telling them you're going to be the king of the pirates and because if garp says that shit because we can get it one of two ways garp fighting somebody else with luffy not around like blackbeard or garp being right wherever luffy is and getting him up out of whatever bad situation that he might get killed in and garp being the one to say the monkey d luffy is going to be the king of the pirates then garp not making it out of that battle and luffy going forward knowing the one thing that he might not have known previously that he has the full support of his granddad. And I wonder what something like that would do for the character of Monkey D. Luffy. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode one of One Piece of My Mind with Nico White. I want you to know this episode didn't have too much of a plan in it. I just wanted to come in and talk about Garp. But I'm joining this community and we're going to join it the right way. I'm going to have segments and all that shit, all the artwork and all that shit. But in the meantime and in between time, keep enjoying One Piece. Keep staying safe. Keep nerding out. My name is Nico White. Goodbye.